Hey, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine in Johnson City at the every week five at five. What I do is take five questions a week from five patients or non-patients, just anybody that wants to write in and ask us questions on what uh, is on their mind. And uh, we have some interesting questions today, so welcome. Um, first question. I'm a 45-year-old male, and I feel tired and fatigued. I'm stressed. Should I consider hormone therapy? My testosterone level is 400, and my doctor says it's normal. Well, um, you know, one thing you need to do is um, find out why you're so stressed and see what you can do about that, um, because stress is definitely a killer, and it will also lower your hormone level. So you're... You're kind of right. There can be a lot of reasons for you feeling tired and fatigued. Stress is certainly one of them. Low testosterone is another one. Um, so you need to get a complete panel and, and look at it. I think, so will hormone therapy help? Maybe. Um, your level's 400 and your doctor says it's normal. I get this every day in here. Well, a normal testosterone, total testosterone level is usually between about 350 and 950. So you want to really be on the higher end anyway, but a total testosterone doesn't tell the complete picture. So if you have a fairly normal testosterone of say five, 550, and have symptoms, you should get a free testosterone because the free testosterone is the only part that really works anyway. You may have a lot of your testosterone bound up by something called sex hormone binding globulin or albumin. So really only about 3% of the total testosterone works anyway. So if there's any question, you need to get a free testosterone. And if you have other symptoms of low T like decreased libido, ED, um, lack of muscle or, or endurance, or you're grumpy, irritable, fall asleep after meals, you probably do have low free T. Um, a lot of docs won't treat you unless your level's really, really low. I don't take that approach. I like to get your levels high normal. Just think about it. You know, in lab... As a doctor with lab work, we do everything on a bell curve, and that bell curve is based on an average population, which is a sick population. So it's a skewed curve anyway. So with a total T of 400, I would say you're on the low end. So I would either treat you, or, I, or if your doctor wanted, we could get a free testosterone. If it's on the low side, definitely treat. So we, we don't treat absolute labs, we treat symptoms. And we treat for optimal levels, not normal levels. So that's a definitely great question and definitely could consider hormone therapy, getting your stress down. Maybe your weight's off, your diet's bad, your sleep patterns are bad. So you have to look at all of it. Um, so um, yeah, definitely would consider that. And uh, great question. Next question, I'm a male on hormone therapy. Should I be concerned about prolactin? Um, well, you know, I usually, uh, prolactin is a, it's a hormone put out by the pituitary gland. And if I see somebody with a really low hormone level on the initial visit, I always check a prolactin level because a rare cause of low T, especially in a younger person, is a prolactinoma, a benign tumor of the pituitary gland. 
Um, so if a young person comes in with a low level, that's just a routine uh, screening part, like a luteinizing hormone is too. So, and I've probably found since I've been a doctor 35 years, I've found about 10 prolactinomas, all with very low testosterone. And the good thing about it, it's a benign tumor, usually can be treated with a medicine um, and to shrink the benign tumor up. Usually we'll get an MRI to see how big it is. Um, I think I've had one or two have to actually get these things removed surgically. But, um, uh, and then your low T gets corrected by itself. But, uh, so that's something you want to rule out as prolactinoma. So hopefully, um, you know, if you're on male hormone therapy and your T is still low, or, or if you've never had, never had a prolactin level, yeah, you should have that checked. Or if you have any other symptoms like low T with visual disturbances, headache, um, sometimes discharge from the nipples, you definitely need to get that worked up. So, good question. Next question. You talk a lot about hormones causing, about low hormones causing weight gain. Is it the low hormones causing weight gain or just lack of energy and being tired? Well, you know, lack of energy could be from having low hormones and subsequently you're tired. So, uh, possibly, I mean, being you know, tired can have many forms, just like we talked about on the last question. So you need to make sure nothing else is going on with you, um, like your thyroid, your adrenals, if you're overweight, if you're stressed, lack of sleep. But certainly as you age and your hormone levels decline, you know, you're going to decline just by that. So and it becomes harder to to do things i know because i'm 65 years old i've been doing this all my life and i know uh, from being this old that you have to do things better than you used to um, like you have to eat better you have to exercise smarter you have to make sure that you can handle stress and that you're getting a great night's sleep um, and certainly check your hormone levels because they get lower as you age and you don't want low hormones you want optimal hormones so um and you know as you get older and your body composition changes a lot of people because they're not building muscle because they have low hormones tend to get fat around the middle and so yeah that could definitely be a hormonal problem uh so low hormones can cause weight gain um, men and women. Men get the abdominal fat, and when women start getting abdominal fat, you know it's probably hormonal or maybe even stress-related. Um, you know, women are a little more complex hormonally because they have more hormones to deal with, but um, definitely can cause um, weight gain, especially around the middle. So that's something that needs to be addressed for sure. Um, Next question, what thyroid medicines do you recommend? Um, well, number one, you need a good workup to see why your thyroid's low. Um, sometimes I also, besides thyroid, I look at the adrenals and I look at the insulin levels and insulin resistance. The most common cause of a low thyroid is Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Very common in women, four to one over men. Um, so... When I look at a thyroid medication and doing this for years, the typical doc will put you on Synthroid or the generic of that is levothyroxine, 
which is a T4 preparation. The active form of thyroid is T3. And in some people, they don't convert their T4 to T3, the active form of thyroid. So I tend to use more um, combination um, desiccated pig thyroid like Armour or Nature Thyroid or NP thyroid or WP thyroid because they're a combination of T3 and T4 as well as T1, T2. Um, so, and, and the reason, you know, when I learned in medical school what to use, I just said use Synthroid, which is not a bad medication, but, you know, when I've talked to thousands and thousands of thyroid patients over the years, about 85% of them, and again, most of these are women, just feel better on the desiccated thyroid T4 T3 preparations so you know if you're not if you're on synthroid or levothyroxine um, you know check your free T3 that's something a lot of docs don't do they just check a TSH and maybe a T4 you need to check that plus a free T3 and if it's low you may do better with a, a pure T3 preparation preparation like cytomel or a combination like armor, nature thyroid, NP thyroid. Uh, so because most people tell me they feel better on these and I'm able to tune in that T3, I tend to prefer those. Um, and if I use Synthroid, I generally like to do uh, the brand name Synthroid instead of the generic. It just seems like the quality control is better on that. Um, a lot of generics I'm fine with, but Synthroid and Coumadin, and those are two I always try to use the brand name. Um, last question, what brand of berberine do you recommend and what dosage? Berberines is an herbal medication that we use a lot for diabetics and pre-diabetics. I think they mentioned their hemoglobin A1C was um, 5.7, which is pre-diabetic. So I do like berberine, especially for people that can't tolerate metformin because it causes metformin can cause GI distress in a lot of people, like loose stools and things. So I do like berberine. Um, you know, one of my nurses was able to get her hemoglobin A1C from 6.2 to 4.9 just taking berberine and, of course, a low-carbohydrate diet. So I do like berberine. I hardly ever see a side effect from it. And I put this out because... They told me to put it here. Um, this comes from Enzymedica, and we ordered this from Life Extension. Life Extension doesn't make a berberine, but this is where I get it. And it's called Enzymedica, and it's 500 milligrams. You can take one to three tablets a day. Um, but I think berberine is a great medication. It has a lot of other uh, good effects besides lowering your blood sugars. But uh, So I like berberine. Um, and a low-carb diet. So I think that's question number five. I hope that helps you. Keep your questions coming. Every week I tend to get better and better questions, so don't hesitate to contact us at performancemedicine.net. We do this every Wednesday at 5 or 5.30 today because I was busy. Great to see you or talk to you. See you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.